Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk football with Ricky Thompson, presented by Alliance Bank of Central Texas. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, and we're joined now by Ricky Thompson. Works the sidelines and has uh, for a long time on the Baylor Radio Network. And, Ricky, we appreciate your time today. What's going on? Well, no, thanks, guys. Football, man, a lot of it. Uh, it's it's going to be a fun weekend. The Bears are going to find out what kind of football team they have tomorrow, I think, guys. And I was – you know, that has been a conversation – that we've had quite extensively throughout the week here on on the on the show is hey look the you know the schedule says you're you're playing Texas State Texas Southern and Kansas we expect you to go win three football games they've done just that but Ricky truly what do you know about this Baylor football team headed excuse me headed into this Iowa State game well you know what I, I, I... I'm not sure what I know, but I think they're a lot better than we thought that might be at this point. I think this offense has really gelled. I understand the competition. We all know that, but also know that there are times when, as Iowa State did in their first ball game, won 16-10, that you maybe play down to some competition. Uh, I thought particularly last week against Kansas that the Bears probably in the second half played their best half of football. I thought they dominated the game, both sides of the ball. Uh, Kansas had 166 total yards. The Bears had just under 600. Uh, Could have been more. I thought this offensive line continues to get better, uh, and they're going to have to. But uh, I think that they've played well. They've played within themselves. I thought they've been fairly conservative game planning, both offensively and defensively. I think some of that's going to have to change and will. But uh, I I think we find out really what they're like tomorrow. And I expect that this will be a pretty good football game, guys. We talk about uh, the offense a lot. But I want to talk about the defense. You mentioned the 166 yards. And and, and we knew going into that football game that Kansas had a dual-threat guy, a guy that could run, a guy that could throw. And I'm going to tell you, other than maybe one run that I can remember, the Bears really did keep him in check. Well, they did. He he didn't have a very good ball game by standards. Uh, Coastal Carolina, which has a pretty good football team, ranked in the top 25. We know last year they beat Brigham Young in Carolina. So this is this is a pretty good football team. Uh, KU put 22 points on the board till late in the game. It was a very good football game. So uh, I don't think the game Saturday was ever in doubt. I know it was 14-7 at the half but it's a game that had been dominated. You get a three-and-out, 69-yard touchdown on the first play of the second half to R.J. Sneed, and it's game over. And I think that speaks well. I think we do have to get a better pass rush from our defensive front. We've been sending guys. But remember Saturday, guys, I don't think it's a game where you really wanted to to over-pursue this quarterback, send too many guys, get in trouble, let him break loose for long runs. So I think it was more of a contained type defense that we played, and it was very effective. When you when you look at the the Baylor offense, let's let's begin with the run side of things. Uh, for two consecutive weeks, you've had 
uh, a couple of a uh, couple of home runs from uh, from these these two running backs that the Bears have. You've had uh, 300 plus yards rushing in consecutive games, and, and that's the first time that's happened since back in 2015. So you, you got productivity in your running game right now. Absolutely, and I think that ties to offensive line plus these running backs. I think this wide zone is a more effective blocking technique for our type guys. Uh, we've talked before, you don't necessarily have to blow guys off the ball. You have to get position, push them sideways, let the running backs do some of the work by cutting back the lanes. They, they have options to cut that football up at the point they see the opening. And, and I think Abram Smith, Preston Ebner have been exceptional. But remember, too, Tay Williams has been pretty effective when he's been in there. He's a big guy that can run. Uh, Squirrel Williams got in the game late. I thought he showed his quickness that he's been uh, capable of before. I noticed, too, just crazy things you look at. I looked at his knee. There was no knee brace. I thought that was a great sign. And uh, we know that last year Squirrel started against Iowa State and was having a heck of a game, and that's where he hurt his knee. So you've got another running back that could be effective, and uh, I just I, I think – They've all played above expectations to this point. Let's uh, let's look at the opponent today. Uh, the for tomorrow's ball game, uh, Iowa State, fourteenth ranked. Uh, begin with the coach. Uh, obviously, a hot commodity in Coach Campbell. Yeah, absolutely. I think he's probably had opportunities to go other places. Uh, I think he's built his own type football team there at Iowa State. Uh, they have a great fan following i would expect them to have uh quite a few people here tomorrow they've sold out two home games 61 5 uh he's done a great job and i know they'll do their best to keep him they've built a beautiful new indoor facility up there that we saw up there last year and he's got a veteran football team that is pretty dang good you look across the board we talk about our offense They've got a guy named Mike Rose who's 6'4", 250, was defensive player of the year last year in the Big 12. He's number 23. This guy's good. And you're talking about 250 at linebacker and 6'4". He made the pick last year of Charlie Brewer in the end zone that saved the football game. This is a great defensive Iowa State team that is holding opponents to under 200 yards a game through their first three. Brock Purdy, uh, veteran guy, been around a long time and, and knows how to run this offense. Absolutely. Uh, dual threat. Uh, this kid's 220 pounds. He did throw three picks against Iowa. They took him out for a brief period of time. Uh, Hunter Deckers came in, was 11 of 16. But Purdy's the guy that makes the offense go along with Brees Hall, uh, 6'1", 220, all-American running back, really, really tough guy uh exceptional running back number 28 and the one that scares me is charlie kohler you remember this guy he's 6'6 260 pounds uh incredible tight end uh th- those guys are a big threat uh hutchinson at wide receiver had uh 10 or 11 catches last week i think uh they're talented on both sides of the ball and of course brock purdy is the one that makes that thing go Talking with uh, Ricky Thompson uh, as we uh, talk football here on this Friday afternoon. Ricky, so does this game, does it kind of remind you or can this game turn into just one of those old-fashioned 
smash mouth type football games. Is that what you kind of anticipate? You know what? I think it can, and and I think it'll come down to fewest penalties, fewest mistakes, and I, I'm going to make a call here too. I think it will be that type of game, but I think this game could come down to really who makes the big plays and the long ball type plays when you have a smash-mouth type game, very similar offense and defensive type football teams. I think this may come down to who makes the big play, who hits the 50, 60-yard big play for a touchdown. It, it could come down to that, and I think both teams have those capabilities. I think Gary Bohannon has gotten better and better, really been impressed with him, and really the calmness that he plays the game with. You just don't get see him get flustered at all. And I, I think those are things that we had no idea of before the first game. We had just not seen Gary enough to know how to react. Let's talk about uh, some of the other games that's going on in the league uh, uh, tomorrow. And, and let's begin with West Virginia uh, in Norman. This could be a good football game. Well, I think it will be. I think West Virginia has played really well. And Oklahoma has proven to be maybe subject to some close games. They've had two there at home uh, that have been a lot closer than I think they thought they would be with uh, both home games that they've played. Nebraska last week well, ended up 23-16. Is that right, guys? I thought, really, I think most people thought that would be uh, a blowout, and it was not. I think West Virginia may go in there and surprise some people, and we'll we'll see just how good Oklahoma and West Virginia are. But I think I think that could be a barn burner. Top 25 matchup. You got 25th ranked Kansas State and 22nd ranked Oklahoma State. That's going to be an evening game in in Stillwater, and you know it can get a little uh, it can get a little rambunctious in Stillwater, and that should be fun. Uh, yeah, in fact, I believe we have a night game there next week guys, at six o'clock, and it does get a little rowdy up there in the evenings in Stillwater. Uh, I don't think we know how good either one of those teams are, too. I think this is a game where we find out really how good they are. I think their schedules have not been that strong, uh, something like the Bears have faced. And I think this is really the first test for both those teams. I know K-State did beat Stanford early, but I think maybe Stanford maybe not as good as some thought they would be early. But uh, I, I just think that'll be a really, really tight and good football game. A lot of good games this early in the conference schedule, really, for a Really, the second week of conference games, the Bears opened it for everybody last week with Kansas. Yeah, and, and I'm telling you, the one I'm interested in as well is is uh, the uh, the brunch game, if you will, the 11 o'clock game. It's Tech uh, in Austin to take on Texas. That's going to be an ABC game. Uh, w- what do you make of Texas Tech? I mean, a lot of heat on that program during the off season, and and I mean, just a ton of heat in Lubbock on on the program, but they, they've gotten off to the to the 3-0 and start and are going to take on a 2-1 and Texas team. Yeah, I think Tech has struggled against some lesser opponents. Uh, SFA, for one, I don't think they played that well. But then they go down to Houston and beat U of H by 17 points in a game that I actually thought Houston would win. So I think Tech has their capabilities. And uh, Texas, you know, they rebound last week, beat Rice 58 to nothing. Uh, that's going to be a very interesting football game. And I guess that's what I was saying earlier. I just think these matchups of the full first week of the conference schedule 
every one of these games is has got an interesting aspect to it. It would be hard to match them up any differently to make it more exciting for the first week of Big 12 play. All right, I'm going to take you back to the Bears and the uh, Cyclones. Uh, I, I know you're going to pick the Bears to win, so tell me why Baylor wins the football game. You know what, I, I, I think – we win this game, number one, because it's home. I think there's going to be a great crowd. Uh, opening conference game at home, 2.30 kickoff. Uh, th- I think the students were outstanding uh, at the last home game against Texas Southern. I think that's a huge advantage. Remember, two years ago, jumped out to a big lead against Iowa State and then had to go get a field goal late to win that game when we went behind. And I just think somewhere in there, we're going to hit a couple of big plays. I think this offense has been very conservative. I think we may see some different type wrinkles in that offense tomorrow. And I'm thinking that can be the difference. Plus, I'm looking for a couple of picks in the secondary. Purdy is capable of that. Uh, He's a really good quarterback. But when he gets a little bit flustered, we had three last year. Remember, Petrie had his first interception, which happened to be a pick six. So, I'm saying a big play in the secondary, a long pass play for a touchdown, and the Bears win. That is uh, Ricky Thompson brought to you by Alliance Bank of Central Texas. Ricky, what's going on at Alliance Bank this week? What do you guys got going on? Well, I tell you what, what we've got is a lot of good people, good employees, uh, great customers that we're very pleased that choose to bank here. And I think, like most, local community banks we are really sold on on community service and customer service and make sure that when somebody calls somebody actually answers the phone (laughs) and so i I think that's a plus and we're just really excited about our future both here and and throughout central texas man i could not echo that more i it it will wear you dial five punch seven no no i want to talk to somebody it wears me out hey i'm with you hey rick i appreciate it do i for sure (laughs) you don't have have punch seven huh we're gonna have somebody answer the phone that's right (laughs) rick as always it's a pleasure we'll see you tomorrow thanks guys enjoy it Yeah, that is Ricky Thompson from Alliance Bank of Central Texas and the Baylor Radio Network.